All right. That is synced. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of your favorite podcast. Actually, it's everyone's already. favorite podcast. Don't yeah, look that up. Second episode, we're already the bigger than Joe Rogan. Yeah, don't th- don't look that up. It's fact. You don't. You can just trust us. Just like um, you have to. Because we just, are idiots. Yeah, just like you have to just trust a lot of things. the facts in the uh, topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is uh, the most popular video on the Spirit Science YouTube channel. Um, oh which boy. is which is called the the Human History Movie. Is that what it's called? Human History Movie Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> It's an hour long, and if you want to get the full effect of this episode, you might want to watch it on like 1.5 speed in the background. <laughs> God, yeah, or two or two speed with subtitles can work, but yeah, you can also be doing something else while watching it. This video is a train wreck and a half. Is basically what we're saying. Yeah, it's, and that's why it's we want to. Very talk difficult to follow sometimes. Um, you can watch it in the background, but good luck because it's gonna, it's going to make you kind of like look at it in like pure confusion because uh, of what he says and he also bounces back and forth between what he's talking about different time frames different fucking ideas it's very difficult to follow and it was very difficult to write stuff for this episode <laughs> and very different um supposedly scientific sources which right that you definitely shouldn't take seriously but respect his authoritative tone right and okay, just to get this out of the way right off the bat, in the like first two to three minutes of the video, he says a lot of this stuff is like not proven by modern science, um, <laughs> but this is what's been come to believe by many of like modern day philosophers. Yep. Uh, yep. So just take everything or I he- say with a grain of salt, and you don't have to believe any of it. And then for the rest of the he- video, he just presents everything as fact. And not only he presents it as fact, he starts the video off, like Nate said, being like, none of this is actually all that proven. But then randomly you'll hear him either say one of two things. The thing I'm about to say is well known and accepted, but he gives no actual real information. It's very vague and doesn't give any sources. Or he says somebody like Hapgood, uh, what the fuck's his full name? Uh, Charles Hapgood is like a scientist researcher when he's a hack Mm-hmm. just fucking professor historian like he's not a researcher he's not a, an expert in anything they're talking about but he's like this guy knows what he's talking about or or he says uh it has not uh become proven by modern science yet as if that means fucking oh, anything yeah. <laughs> like, he says that several times that like really <laughs> pissed me off he's like yet i'm like well, no as if no, the the people like Ed- edgar casey who are who are just fucking like yeah. Who are just like using their brain, man? They're just understanding the universe. Eventually, science will realize they're right, but right now they don't believe them. Yeah. So the the way we're kind of going to structure this is, I'm going to try to talk about Edgar Casey and uh, Drunvalo Malkizdek, aka um, what's his other name, Bernard Parano Perona. Oh, I didn't know he had another name. Yeah. Well, he changed his name several times, but we'll get into that later. Oh, um, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, Will, you're going to talk about like right. Atlantis and Lumeria, correct? 
because that comes up several times um, in the video. Yeah, we can start off with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's. I'm not exactly sure how to start because I'm not sure this guy knew exactly how to start either. <laughs> um, he talks about these two like supercontinents called Lemuria and Atlantis. And honestly, in the video, when I first watched it, I couldn't tell what the fuck he was talking about, which one he was talking about at any point, and whether they were the same thing, different things, what time frame was going on. So when I was looking these things up, it's apparently Lemuria is the Pacific Ocean continent although this guy seems to go back and forth between whether it's pacific ocean or the indian ocean right or the uh, pacific islands used to be it or something like that and then atlantis obviously the atlantic ocean yeah and it's it's called lemuria because it was originally um used as a way to explain why there are so many animals across continents before continental drift was yeah exactly before tectonic plates this was like the original idea for this was about the mid 19th century so this was before tectonic plates so people would be like why the fuck are these fossils in two different like in madagascar and india but not in africa right before so they proposed a land bridge yeah the land bridge was lumeria and so there was so it started out as a real scientific theory and then very quickly they're like oh no this is dark dog shit and they recognized what tectonic plates were but then these people the theosophists yeah were like nah this is a thing <laughs> and it sank in the course of a very short period of time because that makes sense and spiritual beings used um, to live here oh god not even just spiritual beings i don't know how much you looked into it they, so they claim that these were humans uh-huh. but they call them root races right so yeah. lemuria yeah. lemuria was the third root race and depending on where you're reading this shit, they, they talk about Lemuria existing millions of years ago, or maybe it was 700,000 years ago. And then certain thinkers in theosophy claim it was during the Eocene, but then they say that's 9 million years ago, which is untrue. The Eocene was 56 million years ago. That's when it started. Uh, so clearly they have no idea what they're fucking talking, this, talking about. Honestly, so, on both of our parts, it, it was just really hard to research because there like this information presented in the video like we said is presented as fact but honestly they don't even try to prove themselves with any thing no. that like is connected to real science so we at least in my experience i was like on a lot of forums and it was just like firsthand experiences of these psychics in quotes um yes and like it's it's a lot of just hearsay <laughs> so that's why it's a it lot of hearsay it's a lot of people having personal revelations and kind of like discovering these things within their own minds they're not actually like doing any science so if it sounds like i'm jumping back and forth i apologize it was very difficult to read this stuff and i didn't want to delve too far into it because nothing was really standardized it was like you said just a bunch of just paragraphs of random shit yeah um but so the general timeline is the lemuria was the first one and that was in the pacific ocean or the indian ocean around that those bits certain maps will have europe and africa completely submerged in water too which is fucking insane and then that sank and then atlantis rose and lemuria had the third root race atlantis has had the fourth root race and he calls the i don't know he calls them like nicals and shit in the video yeah and the nicals the mayas and the atlanteans were all Right, and the Atlanteans. Yeah. And the master, the masters, the ascended masters or something like that. <laughs> oh, or maybe God. those were like the... 
Yeah. We don't have to get into that. But <laughs> one, one yikes thing I just wanted to mention real quick with the root race is the fifth root race is the modern one. And guess what it's called? I don't, I don't know. It, he didn't talk about it. Uh, he didn't talk about this. This is just a yikes thing I wanted to bring up. The fifth root race is called the Aryans. Ooh, yikes. Well, okay. <laughs> so that makes sense. That's in line with like Edgar Casey because Edgar Casey was in a bunch of uh, occult shit. And he yeah. he read like occult books and like that's how he supposedly made a lot of predictions and oh boy boy but yeah so yeah, these five l- races were supposed to come into being like at the same time um, on the planet and yeah and then do you want to talk about the invasion the Martian invasion that that makes literally no sense it yeah he he says it's something like sixty thousand years ago Marsh there were so first of all. <laughs> a million years ago, Mars was inhabitable, apparently. And there were Martians who were left-brained, and he says this is the male brain, which is another big yikes, and that humans were right-brained, female-brained, uh, the emotional brain. Some uh, gender and studies. A million years ago. Science. Yeah. That's, that's some yikesy stuff. And the Martians um, did this thing called the Lucifer exper- experiment where they cut themselves off from reality or love mm-hmm. <laughs> and became purely left-brained and built these things called Merkabas uh, and destroyed Mars and had to escape Mars Right. And they decided to come to Earth 60,000 years ago. And then he goes into this weird rambling bit about how they invade Atlantis. The, Atla- the Atlanteans outnumber the Martians, so the Martians lose. But then he says the Martians won and took <laughs> over, but then says they didn't take over. And then later says there was a truce, and it makes literally no sense. That's so true. I, You know what? For some reason, and this is something, this is like a technique that I think that he's tapping into that Melchizedek and Edgar Cayce tap into, which is something in like psychic technique um, that's called, oh crap, oh, uh, hypnotic suggestion and confusing language to influence whoever is crazy enough to listen to him. Like high exaggeration or like it's just mystical whatever like it's so out there that you're like drawn into it you know right and I, a lot of a lot of people nowadays especially young people really get into the spiritual stuff and they just do not do not look into anything at all yeah it's unfortunate. oh another another yikes thing i want to mention real quick um like i said i'm gonna be jumping around a lot i do apologize but white people are considered the intellectually highest race Ooh, in theosophy, ee. whereas the Indians, actual Indians, not Native Americans, the Indians are considered the spiritually highest race. Oh man, what the? Heck? So they do like pay credit to, in their eyes, sub people, uh, <laughs> um, and they act like they're praising them. Racism, but you can tell that they're really not. And this is just like super fascist shit. <laughs> this is why a lot of people reacting to spirit science regularly equate this to like weird occult shit like that the nazis liked because this stuff very easily leads into like superiority complexes mm-hmm. very easily one of the things in the video it, it he never mentions it again like he mentions it once and then kind of never really talks about it again but space hebrews apparently the jews came from space yeah he says it um, one time and then they come to atlantis and then live with the atlanteans and then he's just like all right that's done. Not going to talk about that anymore. 
and and like later justifies why he uses that to kind of justify why they would have been slaves and like why they're like in Egypt and why they're uh, shit on it through history. So again, a lot of this is like just seems like it's really easily leads to racism and fascism. It's kind of gross. It's it's really gross, and I think that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it, just because, like, the overlap is so significant, and I don't know. It, like, on one hand, you could consider believing in this shit, like, open-mindedness, but right. also... Right, history you know? If this is something that you're latching on to because, like, there's a void within yourself, maybe... Maybe don't do that uh, because that's kind of like cult shit. If you're empty inside, don't turn to this. Okay, I'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about the like sinking and rising and shit and see if that can I can lead this into pole shifting and whatnot. Um, so I like the pole Lemuria. Shifting. Yeah, yeah. So Lemuria in, in Atlantis. Well, it's like so it is believable that obviously there were other islands and maybe other lands above sea you know, long time ago. But these people are it's it's almost uncreative. It's almost it's it's almost kind of sad how uncreative they are because when you see the maps drawn, if they're not the wackadoo shit maps of all of Africa being submerged, they pretty much draw these continents completely filling the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean. Like they can't comprehend the fact that there are large oceans in this world, so they're like no, there must be there must have been continents in here because they can't comprehend oceans for some fucking reason. <laughs> or and continental drift, Even maybe? if you completely... <laughs> exactly. Or even if you completely disregard that, yes, it is possible there were other continents that sank because of tectonic plates and whatnot. That's clear, or even with sea level rising, or storms can even wear away islands and submerge them. Mm-hmm. That is That is a real thing. But these people think that Lemuria and Atlantis sank in the course of days, years, a hundred years, depending on who you're talking to. Entire continents just rising and falling. And one of his justifications is the coral thing, where one, he just straight up lies, and he says that coral can't grow 150 feet deep in water, which is not true. It can grow like 300 feet deep and 150 feet deep for reefs or no 60 to 90 sorry 60 to 90 feet huh. deep uh for reefs so he's I, wrong I on both accounts I don't even remember it can that both grow video. deeper is that he for... uses it to justify atlantis once being above ground so he or this might no this was lemuria sorry okay he claims that this is evidence that lemuria was above water that coral was found 1800 feet deep which i can't find i probably just didn't delve deep enough but i can't find anything about near easter islands which is what he talked about yeah. coral being that deep but he doesn't seem to comprehend the fact that tectonic plates will literally r- make yeah. things rise and fall like over the course of millions of years granted not hundreds of thousands or that sea levels rise and fall so the sea levels could have been lower and then that's why coral was growing that deep <laughs> and he he uses this as the gr- the sea level literally was going up and down right. very quickly yeah and that's just one of um, that's just one of the things that like is easily scientifically proven as a contradiction in this video yes. but like don't forget that like there are a bunch of things without of science that he also contradicts himself in yeah like it's often, it's mind numbing very often like one of one of which the pineal gland used to being like it used to be an eye yeah <laughs> or that like it shrank throughout 
evolution. Oh, or like... God. It used to be a fucking third eye. I swear to God, I hate this man. Um, so, yeah, they talk about continents and whatnot rising and falling over the course of hundreds of thousands of years or much smaller hundreds of years or a day. And he connects this to the poles da, da, shifting. Da, da, da. And he he both simultaneously clearly understands the difference between the rotational pole and the magnetic pole because he mentions it, because he says that both affect each other, which we'll get into. But then he seems to constantly contradict himself and talks about the fact that the magnetic pole shifts regularly every like 200, 300,000 years, yeah. which is true. Yeah. But he's, he never really differentiates between that and the rotational pole. Right. And at one point... And he also says the pole shift happen extremely quickly, which is... In a day. Yeah, which is not... In a day. ...how that works. And he says the rotational pole shifted, so he thinks Antarctica was the where the North Pole is now, and that it flipped in a day. Right. Imagine. Right. Imagine if the Earth just did a 180 he, in a single day the other direction. He talks, Holy fuck. He talks about as if the theory that the continents just float on the mantle which has been disproven yes. tens of times over it actually happens he, which is a hapgood thing charles hapgood he cites charles oh, hapgood on right. this who is the hack who disputed tectonic plate theory yeah but then also simultaneously apparently according to this guy um didn't look deep enough into hapgood to know if it's true or not Sorry, but he claims that Hapgood's theory was that all of the crust, they didn't just float. That the, It's not that the continents floated. All of the crust is a one unified piece right, yeah. that'll just fucking spin, spin yeah. just over the fucking over the, mantle right. any which direction. And then these magnetic pole shifts so will, will happen, to, according to him, every 13,000 years, which is fucking false. He, he cites the fact that the magnetic poles were supposedly flipped 90 fucking degrees and we're in Hawaii. <laughs> the North Pole is in Hawaii, which is not true. The only thing I could find is that there's a lot of iron underneath Hawaii, so there's a oh. magnetic disturbance. That is it. Oh. So he claims that, but then claims that these magnetic poles will just fucking do 90 degree 180s, just fucking fly all over the place thir every 13,000 yeah. years over the course of a day. Yeah. Doesn't differentiate between rotational and non-rotational and then magnetic poles. And then, according to him, the magnetic poles will flip and then the crust that's just fucking freely spinning on the mantle will then align itself to the magnetic yeah. pole yeah also which doesn't make any fucking sense i can't remember what um i hieroglyphs he was talking about but he did show something he was like there's a darkest day in history uh, according to the akashic records or something and there's three black days in this like basically comic yeah. strip looking fucking like hieroglyphic series of events and this is when uh, the poles disappear and the Earth's electromagnetic, um, uh, what's it called? Field. field. Electro, thank you. Electromagnetic field just disappears. And if that were to happen for any amount of time, the sun's radiation yeah. would just completely destroy everything on the face yeah. of the Earth. Like It would rip the atmosphere away yeah. instantly. <laughs> like, none, like, nothing would still be, he, he, we would turn into Mars. <laughs> Exactly, which he kind of like, yeah, he, he makes these weird fucking conflations. But to bring in some accuracy to this. Thank you. He, <laughs> we need some of that. He talks about the electromagnetic null zone, which is not a thing. He, he claims that when the magnetic poles are shifting, we lose the magnetic field, which is not fucking true. Bom, bom, bom. It weakens it, so we have slightly stronger solar radiation, but all that does is increase the uh, aurora. Yeah. 
And the shortest magnetic pole shift that we've found was 200 years long. <laughs> and the, that's the last that's one fast, though, was 200,000 years long. That's more, uh, yeah, that, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, exactly. And it's there's no null zone. Nothing's, fu- it just, and we are going through one right now. It's been a long time. We are currently, they believe, going through the beginning of a pole shift. But the shortest it'll be is a couple hundred years, which isn't really going to affect us all that much. Right. We can accommodate that. And if it's over 100,000 years, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So this guy is um, clearly a wacko, spiritual guy. And with all of those types of people, they really like end-of-the-world scenarios. Mm, mm-hmm. And this video was put out in February 1st, 2012, right before, you know, all the shit. predictions. With the end of the world. All of it. And after 2012, he deleted all of his previous, 20, like, before 2012 videos and re-uploaded them edited yeah. i wonder why and in this video he mentions the bermuda triangle being an old merkaba that's going to reset soon according to him don't just trust him mm-hmm. and according to edgar he Casey, says there's the, going to be consequences yeah the bermuda triangle is uh, part of a merkaba okay so he talks about the earth's kundalini like point being in tibet or something God. and then he talk he's right. he says it shifts to somewhere else and then he says we'll get to that later but then he never gets to it later <laughs> Never gets to it. <laughs> so what the yeah. fuck? Oh, he does dude? that a lot. Yeah, he can't leave us hanging like that. And if you don't know, a Merkaba yeah, is basically he, he, just yeah. like a connection of all your of all your chakra points. So you can take or leave whatever you mm-hmm. want from that. I mean, there are some. Yeah, there's. Yeah, we if we fail to explain some things, uh, we apologize. But yeah, Mer- yeah, Merkaba is the stupid like, and it's represented in this video often with the Star of David for some fucking reason. Oh, all the time. I mean, again, connected to the space Hebrews that, that never are mentioned way, again. Yeah, that's the only way they know how to represent it because the only fucking descriptions they have of it is hearsay from these wackos that are just charlatans that say shit for money they're like i'm gonna say a bunch of mystical shit that sounds cool and people are gonna believe me because there's no way to refute it because there's no way to prove it so then there's no way to disprove it and did you love the part where he was like edgar casey predicted that pole shifts happened and at first geologists were like no, that can't be possible. And then they realized he was right, and they started taking him seriously. <laughs> uh, oh, one thing I want to say is at one point, another just example of how this guy knows nothing of what he's fucking talking about is that when he's talking about the pole shifts, again, never specifying what the fuck he means, whether he means rotational or magnetic, he shows an image of the procession of the equinoxes, which he already talked about earlier, so he clearly oh, knows what God. the fuck those are. about that. Where, where the fucking axis will do a little, if you, like, spin a... Uh, gyroscope? God damn it, what it's called. G- like a gyroscope or whatever. Why am I blanking? Just those, like, toy spinner things. Fucking, what am I... The gyroscope. Not gyroscopes. They're like, I don't... I fucking... Wow, I sound like an idiot. A top? I'm just having a brain fart. The little atop thing <laughs> on a table, and it'll spin... But then also its axis of what it's spinning will do this like slight rotation thing. So that's the procession of the equinoxes. He knows what these are because he mentioned the Sumerians earlier knowing what they are. And then later shows an image of this talking about a very vague pole shift, not specifying what he means. So I genuinely can't tell if he knows the difference between anything he's fucking saying. (laughs) I cannot tell. (laughs) It just seemed like he kind of... 
took a bunch of stuff that he heard that he thought was cool and tried to put it into like a narrative format and it just doesn't work yeah, at all like he calls us a fucking movie it's not a fucking movie yeah. so i'm sure there's other stuff that i'll uh, i'll remember that i want to talk about later with that stuff but yeah we can get into the edgar casey stuff because i want to hear more about that okay actually i think it'll be easier to start with bernard perona just because he's a little bit easier okay. to disprove his like his frauds like there are way more first-hand accounts of just being like yeah this man doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about so drunvalo mckizadek is a lot is this guy who is cited a lot in the spirit science video who claims to channel right. Toth or Thoth, which is an Egyptian god that brought them knowledge and writing and shit. Um, which in the video he never fucking specifies really what Thoth is. If he's a Nikal, I, or maybe I can't remember, but am I wrong? He never specifies really no. even what the fuck Thoth he, is. He just says he's like a spiritual being of like a, a fourth dimensional spiritual being or whatever the fuck. Doesn't make sense. But kind of a human and not a human. I, 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 yeah. It's just a lot of contradictions. <laughs> maybe a space as to what, Hebrew, who knows? Yeah, Thoth is. Um, Originally, his name was Bernard Perona, like I said. And then he changes his name to Akbar, which there's a first... Oh. There's a first... <laughs> Wait, where's he from first? Where's he from? Uh, shit. He's from Alameda, California, born in 1941. Oh, God. He's still alive at the age of oh, 71. Oh, God. Um, he claims that... He's a Californian who named his changed his name to Akbar. Yeah. So he, he claims that in 1971, I think, like the year after he got his Bachelor of Fine Arts from Berkeley, he... Oh, oh he's one of the boys. He claims that he took poison and his previous persona dies and it was replaced by Akbar. Oh. He's, and he tells oh, this... Boy. This is a, from a firsthand account from his uh, nephew, so yeah, he becomes Akbar, and then he starts. He like writes a book or something, "The Secret of the Flower of Life," uh, and that that's like his basis for starting this. What I think is a cult, because he just uses it oh, yeah. to like siphon money from his followers. Um, oh, as always. Yeah, and I don't know. A lot of the other first-hand accounts are just like. This guy won't even talk to you unless, you know, you offer him money first, which is, I think, just an oh, initial red flag. Um, there was also another account where someone was like, oh, I wanted to see him, like, materialize things in his right palm because he was teaching his students through meditation. You could materialize whatever you wanted to in the palm of your hand. And when um, he asked him to show him, he backed out of it in like a very you know nervous way and he was like i can't Ooh. show that to you and he was probably asking for money or something he's like you need to <laughs> you need to build up <laughs> my brain can't do it without 50 dollars right now <laughs> you need to build up through the ranks this is like some sort of scientology bullshit um and then later on oh, in Jesus. 1992 i think he changed his name legally to drunvalo melchizedek which is the guy we know to channel those for these spirit science videos he also talks about a lot about um, sacred geometry and you can see that in the spirit science video they talk about like fibonacci spirals on the surface of mars and like the reason a lot of golden ratios or yeah stuff like so that. like golden ratios and architecture for like ancient civilizations um but uh in another video that i watched the fibonacci spiral isn't used to like prove that things are spiritual or like it's just a natural thing yeah. it appears fucking everywhere right. it's, it's natural it's not it's not something that you know fucking you build to make a merkaba i don't know um 
<laughs> to enhance your soul. Here, here's a main criticism for his sacred geometry on Wikipedia, which is unfortunately where I got most of my, my information, considering that a lot of the other places talking about Melchizedek were just like first-hand account forums and like people complaining about him. Was there anything on Theosophy Wiki? Uh, I didn't check it. There is mentions yeah, of I, Theosophy. I looked at that but, for the yeah. Blavatsky shit. That's about like the Kashuk record and shit, a lot of that Theosophy stuff. Uh, but this mathematician says his sacred geometry is not geometry. There's a great deal more to geometry than just drawing some pretty shapes and patterns. Things like the flower of life are absolutely aesthetically pleasing, but they are next to useless in terms of mathematics. Nor will it appear in any modern geometry textbook because despite how pretty it looks, the flower of life is mathematically boring. So, like, he, he wasn't... <laughs> yes. Yeah. He wasn't using any real math. He was just, like, using numbers to yep. look cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. <sighs> oh, yeah. Also, huge red flag. It's they use people's ignorance to yeah. be like, hey, look at this thing. It's very pretty, and I'm just going to tell you yeah. that it's mathematically important, and you're going to believe me because you don't know anything about this. Right. So, and I've so the mathematician entranced you into a cult. Also uh, pointed out errors in... Melchizedek's definitions of transcendental numbers, sine waves, and golden spirals, uh, otherwise known as the Fibonacci spiral, and calls the calls out the use of various geometrical tautologies as meaningful and a number of unsubstantiated number theories. So it's basically just number theories. Oh, um, unsubstantiated, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Here's, here it is. The Seed of Life Institute was his call uh, that he has since distanced himself from. And uh, the last thing I'll say to disprove Melchizedek is that a lot of other um, who I think are charlatans in the spiritual world uh, like to put other charlatans down so that they seem more credible. And two of them are um, Dan Winters and Di David Ick, or Ike, I think. They both <laughs> say that Melchizedek is a piece of shit, uh, garbage, who's just spouting <laughs> nonsense so that they look better. And, like, whenever that happens, that's, a, like, a third red flag, I think. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Although I'd say there's enough red flags before this day. For, for any sane person to go, hey, maybe he's full of <laughs> shit. And the fact that the spirit and science guy just accepts these, like, again, he, he claims that he's just presenting alt information. Right. And that you shouldn't take it seriously unless you're interested and look into it for yourself. But he's clearly especially based on the rest of his videos convinced yeah. very convinced of a lot of this stuff and he's trying to convince others and it's just kind of uh, sickening and that's why we wanted to talk about it <laughs> it's it's very sickening and funny it's very yeah. funny it, i recommend watching this video with some uh with some friends and some after, drinks yeah it's, after a few uh, drinks you definitely have need a good it. <laughs> time um, yeah even if you don't know anything about what he's talking about and you can't disprove it like like you can't like watch it and be like hey this is absolutely wrong it's still fun as hell to watch because he says some wacky ass shit especially when he starts getting to like egyptian shit and the pyramids and the fucking and soul spaceship that lands on top of this pyramid oh yeah dude oh my god okay i kind of wanted to talk about that but we'll we'll leave that part because it's kind of like a narrative thing that's just insane the one thing the yeah one hopefully remember to bring it back up yeah the one phrase that i did want to say that I literally had to pause the video while watching is he said, I'm going to pause for uh, dramatic effect. Tantric interdimensional sex. 
In my, literally, in my notes, in my notes at the top, I just, in all caps, I have tantric interdimensional sex meditations. Like, as soon as he says that, you're just like, okay, this is, yep. What the fuck? But that's how, he claims that that's how the Nicals, like, the Nicals would die and come back to life, and they would use tantric interdimensional sex meditations for, like, giving their old memories yeah. back to themselves and like this is how they would perpetuate their like eternal memories and, and, and shit. then later in the video in like a and then just drops it he just says it and then he's done it just fucking well, it doesn't touch no, that again and later in the video he says <laughs> and uh you might remember that uh mary was a virgin but oh, her okay. and joseph had tantric interdimensional sex <laughs> so that jesus could be born so mary was technically physically uh, a virgin yeah. god this yeah a lot of this stuff is very much like the middle school fucking high school you you don't want to be christian anymore yes, but you're still yes. you still need something in your right. life for foundation and you don't know what to turn to so you turn to this thing that just takes random shit from all of the religions and just shoves them together in no coherent form right that's the and then you're just like yeah, i'm i'm spiritual yeah i'm a spiritual person <laughs> i think that's just like theosophy embodied basically oh absolutely um yes absolutely but it's funny because this shit happened in the fucking mid-19th century yeah like uh this isn't modern so i guess that's a good place to start talking about edgar casey who is also cited as a reputable source a lot in the spirit science video because he's a known like channeler and psychic uh he's known as oh the, yeah spirit science loves Casey. Yeah, he's talking about like the sleeping psychic, which is Edgar Casey. He wants Casey. to have interdimensional sex meditations with him. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, Edgar Casey was born in 1877 um, and he died in 1945. Uh, he's the sleeping prophet, father of holistic medicine. He amassed a record of 14,000 clairvoyant readings. And you know what? Like, his stuff is a little harder to disprove sometimes. Um, but, you know, if you just look into it a little you can see a lot of like the reasonings for his predictions i guess or like diagnoses which is what he was famous right. for um and like with fourteen thousand readings i like to think of the phrase how do you even do that yeah, i like to think of the phrase even a stopped clock is right twice a day <laughs> yeah, right so, exactly like, yeah and we're only focusing on what these fucking psychos get right, just like psychics, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, okay, so he had a kind of weird upbringing. I think I remember reading somewhere that he only completed school up to, like, eighth or ninth grade. Uh, he also claimed oh, to man. absorb the knowledge of books by sleeping on them. So he would put books... Hey, you know what they say about the most successful people? They never finish school. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't even think Casey got that rich. I think he was kind of... Wait, I missed what you just said. Did you say he, he attained knowledge by sleeping on top of yeah, books? Through, Is that through what you osmosis. said? osmosis, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, also, he, he claimed that when he was, like, uh, 13 or something, he was playing in the woods and saw an angel with big wings, and it said, once you become a missionary, your life dreams will be fulfilled or something. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, but he he was another huge proponent of uh, Atlantis and Lemuria. Um, he believed in like astrology and reincarnation, and would preach about that a lot in his readings. Um, but few of his like most notable friends are uh, were ha Harry Houdini and Ooh. like a lot of famous people. Like he gave readings to 
uh, Rockefeller, which I thought was really strange. And it, it also said he gave readings to like oh, Jesus. other oil barons because this is notable, at least what? to me, because it, it said he helped oil barons gain their fortune. But in the spirit science video, they say that the earth is currently ruled by 13 insanely rich families, all, most of which... Oh, oh my God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> most of which are oil barons. So, like, how? And some of them are Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> and so... It's very fascist. It's super fascist. So, so how are you about to claim that the, these evil 13 families uh, are, like, ruling over the planet... And then you're you're claiming that a lot of the stuff that Edgar Casey um, said was like true and holistic and like good mostly, but he helped yeah. these people get evil, yeah. basically. Yeah. So right. okay. well, can you really expect anything from this guy? He he makes this rambly video that's so hard to follow, and you expect his brain to be any better? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. A, a lot of what he thought that people like uh, praise Casey for is his um like preaching of you know getting rest and relaxation if you're feeling sick and like eating healthily and like getting enough exercise which well, is like it doesn't take much to promote like decently right. healthy habits right <laughs> and like he was also friends with a, a back doctor or something or like a backbone doctor a back doctor yeah and a lot this was really funny because a lot of his like oh with the kundalini no. shit <laughs> Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's what they talked about—the spines of Kundalini. But uh, a lot of his early diagnoses, when this doctor would like sit in on his readings, were for spinal lesions. I wonder fucking why, man. It's so that he could just send him to this doctor to get cured, cured in quotations. Like, wait, I'm I'm confused. Um, so he had a friend that was a back doctor, who would be with him during readings on other people. Yeah, to, like. And what was, like, happening? Like, so Casey would what? He would, like, read these people and then pretend that he was coming up with the doctor's diagnoses? Or, like, what was the relationship Uh, Well, he would just make up a diagnosis that would benefit his doctor friend, basically. Oh, so he would... A lot of the time it was Oh, he would just lie. Yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) fuck. So he would read these people, lie, say you have a spinal lesion, and send them into a surgery that isn't doing anything. Right, and that's why he was friends with so many doctors. Oh. So he would do this not only with this spinal doctor, he would do it with a bunch of other doctors. He was also, like, claimed to give, um, like, recommendations to take shit that is now known as poison. Um, Strychnia is one of them, which is just a straight-up poison. Jesus. To like cure shit. Um, this other guy, I can't remember his name, unfortunately, but he went into Edgar Casey all like excited, and then once he misdiagnosed his daughter, he was like, "Okay, this guy's a fucking quack." Um, yeah. And a lot of the other criticisms of Casey are, is that he couldn't even save his own son or his uncle or something. I don't know. Oh, I geez. don't know. But like, that's kind of harsh. But honestly. Like if you're about to make all I these mean, claims, I mean, with how much if he was that much of a hack, I, I, uh, a lot of people will, like always be like, oh, don't be like that mean, or don't like fucking, you know, yeah. demean somebody in that kind of like in certain ways. It's like at a certain point with certain types of human beings, I don't give a shit anymore. Right. Like as long as I'm not demeaning your family who are innocent, like I don't give up. If you're a bad fucking person, absolutely, I will shit on yeah. you. Um, if you're interested in no- knowing more about Edgar Casey's hack hackish nature, uh, you should look into James Randi. He's a pretty well-read guy who 
finds joy in like being a nutbeard and debunking a lot of these psychics. <laughs> um, but finds joy in being a neckbeard. <laughs> nice. Which I guess is what we're doing right now, but it's fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey. Um, I think the only thing I remember reading about Casey is that he predicted the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, but that's... what Did he predict the contents, or did he just predict that we would find something that would have old information on it? Because you could just say that at any yeah, point in time, and it will come true. I think it was the contents, though. I'm pretty sure it was some of the contents, which is what I'm, I'm like... Interesting. Yeah. That's So that's, like, the one hmm. thing. A lot of the other stuff is just, like, easily predictable shit um so maybe he's a little bit yeah. psychic <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> a lot of it is just like easy for easily predictable shit if you're like just a little bit in the know about like world events and politics and shit because he's like credited with right yeah, yeah he's yeah. credited with predicting world war ii in 1935 which is technically like two or three hmm. years after world war ii started if i'm remembering correctly <laughs> I genuinely can't like, remember did, the exact date. Didn't of the Hitler start rising to power in like history. 1933? Yeah, but I mean, World War II didn't start right then, but he definitely, yeah, no, that was when he began. Right, so if you can see that that's getting happening, into power, you can predict easily right, yeah. that there's going to be a world war. There, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people were probably predicting yeah, it. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just a lot of similar stuff like that. I could, the list is very long, as he had 14,000 readings, but you know, I just thought those are some yeah. of the most interesting and important ones. But uh, I can list all of my sources, you know, in the description of this episode. I didn't really have sources. I just kind of like looked. It was <laughs> the stuff I was looking at was so easily falsifiable right. that I just kind of looked into it and was like, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. <laughs> my stuff's just talking about how stupid this yeah. is. And um, again, like how easily unscientific. A lot it is. of my sources too are, are Wikipedia pages and like forums that are just talking about these people. Right, right, so right. It's, it's, yeah, I do recommend looking a lot of this stuff up, up on Wikipedia. Wikipedia is actually pretty good now. And I also recommending reading some Theosophy Wiki articles oh, yeah. because they, one, don't cite half the shit they write. <laughs> and two, it's very funny how authoritative they, they yeah, act dude, and how like they the video. talk about their people differently. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, Hapgood was a, was an expert on blah, blah, blah. And he was a wonderful scientist. Or, oh, Blavatsky, she was, uh, I think Blavatsky was not an ascended master, but like, something just like one of these psychic people i think that would just like have premonitions and talk about this stuff and then they would write it down and act like it was actually yeah he's like scientific. listed as the top guy for the akashic record which is another thing that the spirit spirit science guy references a lot um hasn't been written down and it is just a floating ethereal one thing, thing... <laughs> oh god absolutely that's a ha half the shit <laughs> one thing i could not find and i probably just didn't look deep enough granted i'm also 99 percent certain he was just talking out of his ass <laughs> is he talked about these green tablets and then said they were made of indestructible material <laughs> like Wait, atomically indestructible are these the tablets that rise up from the in between the sphinx's arms yes yeah <laughs> so i don't know if that can lead into you talking about that one dude but i can't find anything on it and it blow like what <laughs> what what the fuck is this they're atomically unchangeable I think is what he called I, them yeah I do remember that or something like that Ugh. I this man I it's oh this is one of those this is one of those aggravating points where I'm just like that <laughs> most of it's funny but that kind of shit is like you were just genuinely dumb yeah uh, like I said like 
this is the most frustrating part of watching this video is just the matter in which he presents this information because he's so yes, like yeah. take this at your own you know discretion and like think of this how you may but then he's like this is how it is immediately after this happened you can't dispute this he literally says a lot of the times a decent chunk of what he says he says this is a fact scientists already n- understand this and agree with this yeah and he'll say some wild shit. Yeah. He he basically uses, like, semantics to try to prove a lot of what he was saying. Oh, God, yes. He he cites scientific oh. sources, but then just completely puts words in their mouth. Very obviously. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Anybody he cites that's actually a scientist, he completely misrepresents them. There's one thing I want to mention real quickly that's just fucking stupid. And then I want to... I don't know if you have much on the, the uh, pyramid tunnel guy... But I want to talk about no, I, that. I don't really, unfortunately. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Well, one thing that he gets into with this is he starts talking about different levels of humanity and different levels of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And he he connects them to chromosomes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And, and the giants and shit. Yeah. And uh. giants and shit. <laughs> so... Quick overview. He says that humans currently are at level two is what he says. And that's linked to us having 44 chromosomes and then the two extra, so 46 chromosomes in, t- in uh, total. And then he says there's five levels. There's, they go beyond that, but there's five main levels. Level one, 42 and two chromosomes. Level two, us, 44 and two, and then 46 and two, and, and then 48 and two, and, 40, and then 50 heights. and two. Right, and they correspond to 4 to 6 feet at 1, 5 to 7 at 2, then 10 to 16, then 30 to 35, then 50 to 60 feet. Humans. Right. But what's funny is he so heavily keeps linking these to chromosomes for some fucking reason. And also uses completely arbitrary, I don't know if you remember, uses completely arbitrary drawings of humans and like uses the Da Vinci fucking drawing and then some like random really shitty modern fucking drawing of the same thing it's it's actually <laughs> hilarious but i didn't even see that i one thing i don't understand about this chromosome thing is i don't think he realizes that gorillas have 48 chromosomes <laughs> 46 and 2 and that our common ancestor with gorillas also had 48 chromosomes 46 and 2 and two of our chrome or one of our chromosomes or well it's it's all pairs so right. two of our chromosomes was literally because Two of our, or sorry, one of our chromosomes. You can edit this. Yeah, I sound no, like a fucking idiot. Cool. Sorry. Our common ancestor had chromosomes that fused. And that's why we have less than our cousins, the gorillas. So were gorillas a higher level of consciousness than us? Yeah, dude. I don't understand. Uh, maybe that's what he's trying to say. <laughs> I don't know. While we're on the theory of like this, this consciousness shit with DNA, I guess we can kind of talk about Akhenaten um, if you want to. One quick thing before we get into that, and I do want to get into that, is um, <laughs> he talks about all this chromosome stuff, and then he talks about Egyptian statues, and he's like, <laughs> you know, a lot of Egyptologists and experts think that the Egypt statues were big because they wanted to display prominence and power. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, nah, <laughs> Egyptians were just they big. They were actually that big. <laughs> hey, that would explain why they can move the, the blocks of the pyramids so easily. The stones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then doesn't he talk about how Edgar Casey didn't predict, but like had a vision that the pyramids were built top down, oh God, like were built wanna, from the peak down to the base. I don't want to talk about that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. that made like a floating fucking mad. peak, and then it just fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the fuck. All right, so yeah, let's, let's get Completely into Akhenaten. Completely glossing over um, the fact that, you know, physics just doesn't even allow organisms to be that big with the Earth's no, gravity. No, literally, yeah. Like, dinosaurs could only get so big for a reason, because if they got any bigger, yeah. they would just collapse under their own weight. Like, yeah, th- literally. The, what is it called? The, um, the, what the fuck is that called? The, uh, when you double something surface area, you're quad, yep. like quadrupling its, yeah. its volume. Yeah, square law So it's something. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so it's, we literally can't get that big. Our, our bodies would, like, that's why when whales are beached, they fucking implode. Yeah. E- even a fucking modern day anime, Attack on Titan, is able to explain this away by saying that the titans bodies are less dense than humans they say that in the first like few episodes they're like yeah they're allowed to be this big holy fuck (laughs) modern amine debunks spirit science like they they fucking explain that shit Uh, in a fucking anime dude all right yeah that's so fucking funny. And then on, on the he he also says that Akhenaten, which is the first technical pharaoh of Egypt, who tries to make a monotheism, whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, he's like the right. third level of consciousness and is like sixteen feet tall or whatever. Oh yeah, he also talks about like his alien elongated skull features and whatever. And we yeah. we can talk about ancient alien theory again if you want to. But uh, I mean, I kind of kind of goes hand in hand with this so uh but like i was just at the cleveland museum of art which has some art of akhenaten and in the descriptions of the you know plaques and hieroglyphs it just says a lot of his features were exaggerated including his height because he wanted to stand out from the rest of the drawings obviously yeah. that's yeah and also he was inbred as fuck so he probably looked a little yeah. weird <laughs> Yeah, that's why Tutan- he probably looked a little fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, that's why yeah. Tutankhamen. His hey, maybe son- inbreeding is linked to higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. Maybe you gotta do some <laughs> interdimensional tantric sex to inbreed and make like medication. <laughs> make you gotta do some tantric interdimensional sex meditations with your sister. <laughs> that's how you get another Akhenaten and Tutankhamen. Um, exactly. Or did you love how Thoth apparently brought fucking? Pythagoras to Egypt, like in Pythag, he, he was like Pythagoras founded Greece. What Pythagoras is he fucking talking about? What? And I'm pretty sure he's talking about the Pythagoras we're thinking of because he yeah. talks about how Pythagoras like was t- new math above like anybody like had a higher level of consciousness for math, and it's like this dude is so stupid. And like, okay, the last thing I want to talk about before we can hopefully end this is the fucking spaceship <laughs> underneath the pyramids. Oh my fucking that god! Saves yeah. the planet from Ugh. the gray aliens, and apparently some. And how the last person to, the last person to fly it was from Peru, yeah. and she like. And if you can fly the spaceship, fly Peru. that means you can uh, upgrade your consciousness to fourth dimension, which is another thing. He he talks about dimensions as like completely separate things from what how we should understand them with science. Like, yeah, man, I don't what. Like, what can you even say? Dimensions are not... Alternate realities. They're yeah. not... They're not other people universes. People constantly think of... <laughs> yeah. Is there, but he, he he regularly conflates dimensions with alternate realities, but then also what he calls, alt, like, higher levels of consciousness, which he doesn't explain. He doesn't, like, understand dimensions as what they are, where it's just another physical dimension that we can't perceive, just like a two-dimensional being couldn't perceive the third dimension. Right. 
he's he talks about them as if they're alternate realities and higher levels of consciousness and he goes back and forth yeah it's and and even when he talks about like the second dimension it's so granted i guess you shouldn't take it seriously he's using dimensions completely incorrectly but he he never actually uses it in the way that you or i would think of dimensions so we can't take him seriously in using that word but anyway yeah this fucking spirit spaceship spaceship you can is like a supposedly a defense mechanism for earth when it's under attack by like lower dimensional beings or whatever and the last time it was used was like 1989 when some indigenous lady from like south america hacked into it or whatever and flew it and when you can fly the spaceship that means like (laughs) you can uh tap into the highest amount of spirit power and basically everything that you wish becomes true so her only wish the only thing that she decided to fix in the myriad problems the world faces is to get rid of the gray alien problem which the oh my fucking god which can lead into another episode <laughs> we can do bob lazar next yeah okay okay right, let's do it. <laughs> look at us we've got a through line but like seriously if that's the one thing that you're gonna fix when you can literally do anything you want in this spaceship anything you could solve any issue and she solved the fucking gray alien yeah. why She's like i don't want people to stop like getting what did she do anymore. no what was it again she gave them headaches was that yeah, what it was puking and they're like we, we gotta get out of here and they started puking so they <laughs> left so they're like well no we can't handle this we gotta bounce oh my fucking god but and not only so yeah there's a there's a giant disc which is i believe he said the dimensions are three insane. atoms thick yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any three sense. atoms thick that that is both physical and not physical because it's below the pyramids but actually isn't made up of anything i don't know what that means um so the third great pyramid kafre's pyramid doesn't have the capstone on it he both simultaneously talks about the fact that the capstone one is tiny he says it's like eight inches wide Five or something inches like tall. that which is the no the missing capstone is fucking massive and then he it's simultaneously the says there movie. is a capstone haven't you ever seen below Trans- the pyramid <laughs> james cameron already knew Duh. this um but there's simultaneously a, an actual capstone buried beneath the pyramids but then also it doesn't matter because there's not supposed to be a capstone because you're supposed to fly the spaceship and land it yeah. on top of the flat top of the pyramid right. which then creates what he keeps saying is the greek symbol for phi and he keeps showing the phi next to the pyramid Uh. with the the disc on top of the pyramid and he overlays them as if it makes any sense but it doesn't dude it's a square in a circle that's not phi man (laughs) right how does a square based pyramid in a fucking disc make phi which is a circle with a vertical line through it this doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) He loves not making sense, I'm convinced. What are, he just says, like you said, he just reads these things that he's like, oh, that's cool. And then he just says them without ever fucking understanding what, them. What are some of the other things that, that we glossed over that might be worth watching the video for? Well, there's one thing that I maybe just on my own time will look into. I don't know if it's possible. The tunnel shit. That oh, there is a tunnel yeah. okay. from Romania. With the city underneath? 
with the city yeah. underneath, which is not a city, a big building, but it's a city. <laughs> and I'm going to keep calling it a city and representing it as a city, but I keep saying, no, it's, it's not a city because I don't want to make any that sense. That Paramount was supposed to building, film for a million dollars. But didn't because of the Egyptian government wanted more money. Yeah, fuck that <laughs> and shit. There's apparently a city below the pyramids, a giant fucking Gannic city, and a tunnel from Romania to Egypt. I just want to... A tunnel, a singular fucking tunnel. Let's just slow down for a little bit. In a wall of light. Like, they found... What? Let's just slow down and, like... We sound crazy right now because this guy sounds fucking crazy. And it's making us crazy. And it's so... Yeah, it's really hard not to... This is what happened when when uh, a couple friends and I were watching this with some drinks. We we weren't even watching. We were watching somebody like reacting to it, which is ma- which made me want to watch the original. Was thing. that the armored skeptic? And video? it okay. no, it was a Vosh video. Oh, okay, okay. Um, for anybody, yeah, for anybody who watches uh, Vosh, um, I was we were watching that and we kept pausing it. Be- like we couldn't help but just continually pause it and go <laughs> no and just scream at the TV. Drinks spilling everywhere. <laughs> like for shit like this, like it's so. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It is fun. But just beware. It will aggravate you. Even if you don't actively know a whole bunch of stuff about this, it's... Honestly, it'll be more fun if you don't know about it because it's so crazy. Right. It The more the more you know about it, the less fun it gets because it just gets mad. Yeah. And you're just angry. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if there's much um, else. Uh, it's super inconsistent. It's hard to watch. Um, he never explains what he's talking about. He never references anything. He'll talk about something that he claims happened 50,000 years ago and then suddenly switches to something he's talking about 13,000 years ago where he's getting these dates from. I have no idea because everything I fucking searched up was referencing millions of years ago <laughs> or hundreds of thousands of years ago. Right. So I genuinely don't know where he's getting any of this information right from. And, and when you're when you're looking to uh information from psychic channelers who and presenting it as fact um it's just so easy to contradict yourself because these channelers contradict each other on purpose sometimes yep so yeah right it's it's the cult thing where you're when you're making a cult you're almost trying to weed out the people who can catch your inconsistencies you you both you want the people dumb enough to not fall for your inconsistencies and then you want to throw somebody's mind through so many loops that they begin to break down and stop caring about inconsistencies and that's how you brainwash people into believing this cult shit or this weird spiritual shit that makes literally no sense just just because you want something to believe in there's so much cool shit in the world like when we were talking last episode about all the like fringe alt stuff it's kind of wacky but it's not that wacky if there's if you want to look into crazy shit there is so much real genuine stuff with evidence to look into that's insane you don't need to believe this stuff from fucking fake psychics whatever you believe about spirituality and the existence of spirits and psychics and whatnot I think everybody can agree these people are hacks and they're just fucking cult leaders trying to make money and create a following. And it's really sad. Yeah, and it's even more sad that Edgar Casey wasn't even rich and didn't even have a cult. <laughs> or at least he wasn't outwardly rich. <laughs> he, he might have been secretly rich. Right. Maybe he was gen- genuinely trying to help people, but sometimes I'm not so sure, you know? Uh, I think that's all we have to talk about, though, so... Oh, yeah. I know yeah. what, of what you're talking about. I don't and, know what it's called. Uh, I, I just really like this part All that right. I do you found wanna, at the end. Do you want to do a do you want to of Will's? Ugh. Yeah. Do you want to do like a talked out oh, outro yeah. thing or? No, no, no. That's what we're, that's what we're doing right now. 
Or do you think we kind of did that already? I mean, we kind of did like do a wrap up. Uh, no, we're we're doing that right now. Is the talked out intro? Uh, basically, right. yeah. Well, thanks for li- listening, y'all. Yeah, thanks we're just gonna listening. tell people thanks for listening to Two Idiots Talk, <laughs> um, where we just talked <laughs> about uh, spirit science. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. all right. Want to uh, stop recording now or? <laughs> <laughs>